0: This is the field trip podcast. My name is Brent terhune and he's back with the Vengeance, Mr. Gavin Eddings.
1: Hey, what's going on, Brent. Glad to be back on your podcast. really uh, enjoy being on the field trip whenever I can.
0: Uh, well our topic at hand is uh, somewhat uh, a niche topic, but also not at the same time. <laughs> Uh, And we are talking about the Pokemon phenomenon.
1: Gotta catch them all, Pokemon.
0: (laughs) And before we get into that, Gavin, you and I, uh, we've kind of just, we've started our own show elsewhere because we love horror. We always, uh, whatever conversation, we tend to tie it back to horror. Mm -hmm. So we started a podcast called They're Coming to Get You, which is nothing but horror movies.
1: Yeah, a lot of people uh, enjoyed our chemistry together when I'm on the field trip. And they said, you guys should start a podcast or you should just be on the field trip all the time. And so we decided that uh, we were just kind of spitballing. I was like, you want to come on my channel on YouTube, Gavin Loves Horror, and we could like talk about something. And you're, you and you go, you're like, you just want to start a podcast? I mean, that sounds... Because <laughs> you needed a third podcast. I needed a, a first podcast yeah. and also channel content. So I was like, okay, yeah. Uh, so we've done... Um, a bunch of episodes now of they're coming to gig at you. I love doing it. So if you're a fan of horror, I know our our good friend Robin isn't even a big fan of horror movies, but she like lives vicariously through us mm-hmm. on uh, our podcast. So if you like horror movies, um, anything horror related, we we try to branch out, do a couple different things. Like we we covered the big uh, opening entries like Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, but we but we like to go a little off script sometimes and cover mm-hmm. things like a Goosebumps episode or uh, the Blair Witch Project, something that not a lot of people talk about on podcasts.
0: Poltergeist.
1: Poltergeist, yeah, which you and I both had mixed feelings on. So if you're a real poltergeist lover, listen to our podcast and then uh, think less of us.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's all horror, and it's, uh, it's a new show that we're doing, and it's called They're Coming to Get You.
1: Yeah, and you can get it wherever, li- li- literally wherever you get podcasts. I put it on my YouTube, you put it on your YouTube. It's mm-hmm. on Spotify, iTunes, and it's probably on like a, like a pirate, pr- pirate bay <laughs> leapfrog, it's on your child's leapfrog. <laughs> the speak and uh, say, or whatever you're coming to get you. Like, okay, <laughs> I like this, I like this, but yeah, and, uh, and also, and I do have my horror movie channel on YouTube, Gavin Loves Horror as well. Just, just a plug for that, but enough about horror today, it's all about catching them.
0: Yeah, we're talking about the opposite of horror. Uh, and uh, I just had a podcast out called The Biggest Fads. And a lot of people would call Pokemon a fad. But when we talk about the numbers and stuff, you're going to see that this has been a fad for like 20
1: years. (laughs) Like, Yeah. Last year, Pokemon celebrated its 25th year. And it was, they had a huge celebration. They released new Pokemon cards. Uh, Pokemon cards are still more popular than ever. Pokemon, it may not be as, quote, Big as it was with that first generation in the late 90s, but Pokemon is still as big as ever. There's world championships for the card game. There's two new games coming out in November Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So they're still making Pokemon games. They, it, it is a money making juggernaut.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think we should also just decide uh, how are we going to pronounce it? Are we going to say Pokemon? Are we going to say Pokemon? Or Pokemon, because they all, uh, when I used to watch the show a long time ago, back in the day, they all said it differently. So nobody even settled on one way to pronounce
1: it. I think Pokemon is how I say it mm-hmm. with, with, with the E instead of like Pokemon. I say mm-hmm. Pokemon. Uh, so that's how I Poke- say Pokemon's it.
0: Pokemon's a different tax bracket.
1: <laughs> Listen, well, I'm going to go. You got got them Pokemon cards. You got any <laughs> of them. Uh, yeah. So uh
0: I don't know where, because I tried to break this down. There's so many facets of Pokemon, Gavin. There's the video games, there's uh, the card games, there's the TV shows, there's the mobile games. So uh, we will not be able to talk about everything in this episode. And I don't know that you want to hear about it, to be honest. But there's so many facets of Pokemon,
1: And see, I am a Pokemon fan. I do love Pokemon. I'm excited for the new games. But for a long time, I didn't play all the games because they came out on systems I didn't have. For until the Switch version, they just came out on handheld. Like, I I didn't have a 3DS. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a DS for a long time. I didn't have a Game Boy Advance. So my main Pokemon love until recently basically was Generation 1, which is Pokemon Red and Blue. and 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 the second generation, which is Pokemon, gold, and silver. Mm -hmm. And that's where my fandom was at its strongest. Now, I've recently kind of gotten back into it, like collecting the cards, because like most adults, uh, we're depressed and trying to reclaim that joy of our childhood. So you go to Target and you're like, oh, there's some Pokemon cards. Let's Mm -hmm. see if I can get that dopamine hit.
0: Yeah, and uh, for the people that say this is a fad or whatever... Uh it's it's hard to prove but people uh say that Pokemon is the biggest uh media franchise of all time.
1: Yeah? And I have I numbers. Mean, I have numbers to back that up, Gavin. Hit me with them numbers.
0: Uh according to Wikipedia, which is where you go for all the sources. Mhm. Now, Pokemon's number one, and it's made uh, $118.5 billion.
1: With a B. Uh,
0: And followed after that is Hello Kitty with $88.5 billion. That Hello Kitty seems like a weirder thing to me to be like one of the biggest media franchises ever.
1: Yeah, I I know Hello Kitty is big, and Hello Kitty... Makes that much money because it's very big internationally. Like mm-hmm. most people will recognize Hello Kitty. My sister went through a huge Hello Kitty phase, still loves Hello Kitty, but you recognize Hello Kitty if you show it to somebody. And I think that Pikachu is easily more recognizable than Hello yeah. Kitty.
0: Now, do you think Pikachu is more recognizable than Mickey Mouse and Friends? No, but I think it's very close. Because that that's the third property on this list, and it's
1: $82.9 billion. Is they're that beating Disney. Pokemon's beating Disney. See, and that, that was my question. Is it Mickey Mouse specifically, or is Disney as a whole they're beating?
0: Uh, it says just Mickey Mouse and okay. friends. Then we have Winnie the Pooh, Star Wars. Like, this seems b- bizarre, like anybody could beat star Wars or
1: Mickey mouse. It, it is crazy. But when you think about how long Pokemon has been going for 25 years, how they keep reinventing themselves mm-hmm. with new games, new Pokemon. I don't know. I'll talk about how many Pokemon there are. Currently. We'll get to that. Yes. But it's a, it, it is big. Like I thought it went away, but it also really blew up during the pandemic mm-hmm. because we were all sitting at home with all this extra money to spend. And like, there was a huge Pokemon card boom again.
0: The, and there were news stories of like, Oh, we, they got to keep the Pokemon cards in the glass case because uh either people, one person will buy all of them or people will fight over yeah. them. I and think usually of- when people fight, that's like a Christmas thing. That's like, Hey, I need this Furby for my kid and you just want to resell it let's fight that's like a christmas fight rarely does it happen in june you know
1: yeah and what happened so i think somebody got shot or stabbed in a target over pokemon cards because during the pandemic uh social media influencer big youtuber logan paul started buying first edition pokemon cards and opening them on stream and realizing he was pulling like hundred thousand dollar charizards so everybody thought Oh, well, if I go buy a pack at my local Target, I can also become rich during these pandemic times. Yeah. Uh, so people were fighting over them. Uh, Target still has a limit of five Pokemon card items per transaction.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I, I will say back in the day, I had the, the cards. I played the card game. I, I would go to Borders on the weekends and play. And mm-hmm. I, we, that, that ended. So we'd go to Toys R Us and play. Like I still have the cards and also uh thankfully some of them did really well during the pandemic. And you put those bad boys on eBay, you make a little extra Skrilla on the side.
1: <laughs> Skrilla also a good Pokemon. I, I'm kidding. Yeah. It's a, it's,
0: uh, it's an evolution of thriller.
1: <laughs> yeah. I had the cards growing up. I don't know what happened to them. I'm really, really bummed. I wish I could have them back because mm-hmm. I had like a Blastoise and an original Venus store. And just the, the memories from them. Mm-hmm. So to not have those is a bummer. But I also played, I bought a Game Boy, like the old brick Game Boy. Yeah, I saw that one. It
0: was my brother's. Thanks for bringing him up. But go ahead. Uh,
1: of course, every time. I love it. <laughs> now you have nobody to link cable with. It's so sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like I like I did before. We only had the one Game Boy, Gavin.
1: <laughs> Sorry, big I didn't mean to bring brick up the cornice.
0: Gray, I did have the green one. The like it was still the brick old school Game Boy, but it was green, but it's still black and white. You remember how shitty that was? Can you like yeah. could you imagine going back and playing the black and white Game Boy?
1: Yeah, I had like the big white brick one that I bought used just so I could play Pokemon Blue version. Yeah. And going back, uh, I eventually got a Game Boy color. Mm-hmm. And um, I got a refurbished Game Boy Color uh, about a year and a half ago that had why it's installed like an LED backlight on, which mm-hmm. which looks really nice. It it is not an ergonomically friendly gaming system. It the buttons are way too close together. Your hands cramp up immediately. It's kind of heavy and kills batteries. Yeah. It is it's it's a dot it's it's a green and black dot matrix screen. It looks like shit.
0: It looks like like a step above a graphing calculator, you know. <laughs> But somehow not as expensive as a goddamn graph- graphing calculator today. So,
1: I think uh, you can play Pokemon on a graphing calculator, and it probably still looks better than the original Game Boy.
0: Probably. So that that's my, my experience. I watched the shows. I bought into this one hundred percent. Same. Um, and I watched the shows. So this is a topic I know a, a, a good amount about, but also there's been so much. That like you, there's a you'll see a new movie or whatever, and every time something new comes out, I'm like, I can't believe this is still going. Mm -hmm. But let's look at our history. Pokemon was invented by a guy named uh Satoshi uh, Tajiri, uh, and then uh, the stuff I read was with association with Ken uh, Sugamori, who was the illustrator back in '82. Satoshi started a gaming magazine called Game Freak. He eventually just said, Let's make some games. So in '89. Uh, they started making games and they put together uh, a bunch of them. Like uh, one was called Pulse Man. They made Yoshi and Mario and Wario, which I guess is a whole title. Yoshi and Mario and Wario. Oh my. <laughs> uh, in the early 90s, uh, inspired by his childhood exploring forests and finding bugs and tadpoles, Satoshi came up with the idea for Pocket Monsters, or as we know today, Pokemon. He pitched it to Nintendo. They liked it and they had him work with. I've been reading this guy's name my whole life in Nintendo power. Uh, mm-hmm. So you probably can uh, like, it's one of those that I've always read and in my head, I know how to say it, but I don't know how to say like the G- the real Japanese uh, pronunciation. Is it Miyamoto? Yeah. Sh- Shigeru Miyamoto. So yes. I was right, but I could have just easily Googled that or YouTubed it to see how people say it. But that guy Miyamoto, he created Mario and the legend of Zelda. So they're like, let's put put them with a a clear like winner. And they made uh, Pocket Monsters a reality. So the the games came out red and green versions in Japan and uh, February 27th, 1996.
1: So my first exposure and the first time I ever heard Pokemon was not because of the games. I think the first time I heard it was around 1997 there was a news article about this show in Japan called Pokemon mm-hmm. that was giving kids seizures. Yep. And that was like my first, that, that was the first time I heard the word Pokemon. Yep. And then I didn't think anything of it for another year and a half until I was in sixth grade and Pokemon fever took over.
0: It was like, you, you heard about it. And then it was, cause I remember either there was two instances, my friend, John, they, I went over to his house during the summer And they had these things called Pokemon cards. And I was like, I don't know what that is. They look kind of cool. And then this kid named Jack Hawkins, also like during that same weekend, I think, had the yellow Game Boy playing Pokemon. And I'm like, I've heard this twice over the weekend. And it was a new thing. And then eventually they had the show. You remember the network UPN? yes they had the show on upn and it, then it, <laughs> it kind of just snowballed from there where i was like oh now i'm in this 100 percent, you know
1: yeah and you had the original 150 pokemon it came. it finally hit the us in the fall of 1998 mm-hmm. with pokemon red and blue version um they they changed green version to blue version over here for some reason i don't know why but they had blue and red version And what they did to get you to buy them was there were certain Pokemon that were exclusive to red version Mm -hmm. and certain Pokemon that were exclusive to blue version. So if you wanted to have all the Pokemon, you either had to buy both games and then trade them with friends or you had to have a friend who had like red version, you had blue version, and then you could trade your Pokemon to complete your Pokédex.
0: What a great gimmick to get us to buy two $30 games.
1: Yeah. And back then, like $30 games, it was a lot for a handheld game.
0: But that's a lot for a kid back in the day, because I I, I would always end up, I would get a game and then I would want a new one. So I would have to like sell the games that I had at like a GameStop or back in the day Funko land. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then that. So it's like I never had like a catalog of games because I always flipping the old games to buy the new games, you know, got to feed my addiction. That's true, man. And let's we can talk about the seizure episode right now since you brought it up. Uh, the, uh, the seizure episode was called the, uh, electric soldier Porygon and it was the 38th episode of the Pokemon's, uh, for, uh, uh, anime's first season. The sole broadcast was in Japan and, uh, December 16th, 1997. Uh, they, I think they have to go to an arcade. Uh, and what turns out is the episode contained repetitive visual effects that induce photosensitive epileptic seizures in a substantial number of Japanese viewers and an incident incident referred as the Pokemon shock by the Japanese press, 685 children across Japan <laughs> were taken to the hospital. Two remained in uh, the hospitals for more
1: than two weeks. I mean, there's no such thing as bad press, but that's not great press, but it, but it did get the Pokemon name out there. It's like, this show could make me pee my pants and seize up. Yeah. I got like, to check that out. They took
0: the show off the air, Pokemon, the whole show. Off for I think it was four months, and they brought it back and even changed days when they show it, and they've never showed that episode since. Hmm. So you know, it like at like those you go to like a fan convention. There's got to be like a bootleg, some guy that's like, I can tell you're a real fan. Come over here. You want want that epileptic episode?
1: (laughs) You want to really feel like you're there in 1990? You want to go to the hospital after watching an episode so dope?
0: (laughs) Like, yeah. So the that was I don't know what you have on like the introduction of Pokemon. That's kind of what I had was just that brief summary.
1: Yeah. So Pokemon, you you had the game. It started as the games first, at least in America, and the games were people were. And again, it it really, it came out in the fall. I didn't start seeing people playing it until like February or March of Mm -hmm. that year. And I knew that I I was at, I went to a Christian school at the time and I was the poorest kid at this Christian school. Yeah, I went to Catholic
0: schools and I was definitely the poorest kid there too.
1: So all my friends had like lawyer dads and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I I say friends loosely, people I went to school with, (laughs) (laughs) people I also attended the same school with. They were always constantly getting like, I got a new Pokemon. So I had to beg my parents for a um, for to, to get a Game Boy first off and then not on then get Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So I had to get that investment. Of That's not... two
0: per- big purchases, you know, Yeah,
1: and, and we just passed Christmas. Mm-hmm. So it's like either I'm not on this train when it leaves and I've got to wait all till next Christmas when nobody's gonna care anymore, mm-hmm. or I got to get in on the ground floor right now and, and start poking some Mons.
0: Well, you you were you know one of the f- most famous parodies was the South Park episode with Mon mm-hmm. and you were very much Kyle's character who was always one step behind the fad. So they they got the cards, and then he's like, "What's the cards?" He eventually gets the cards, but now they're like, "Oh, now we have the action figures." He gets the action figures, and they're like, "No, you got to have the controller." And yeah. it, like it's, you were once, you were Kyle from South Park.
1: I was very much, and my, and my parents kept saying this during this whole thing when I'd asked for. Cause first I needed a game boy and, a, mm-hmm. and the blue version. So I could play blue version. Uh, and they, they, they kept saying, Gavin, we, we can't just keep buying you things to keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> you try to keep up with the Joneses. All right. We're sending you to the school. I was like, no, I, I didn't ask to go to the school. Okay. I don't want to be the poor kid. We can go it. to
0: that. We could switch schools. Like we, go, I, I just need to take that school money and buy a game Boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> save some money. Let me get a game boy that, that isn't covered in cigarette dust. Uh, <laughs> So I, I finally got it, and I was like, this is the best game ever. Mm-hmm. You go around, and when you go, like, they're still very good games. They're fun, but just my mind was blown. Like, I, I have this in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like getting up on, like, Saturday mornings at, like, 6 a.m. I'm, like, still laying in bed. and be like, I can play video games in my bed. I can have this experience here before I get up and go about my day or whatever. So I liked Pokemon Blue version. Uh me and my friend Brent at the time would like talk on the phone. Hold magazine. on, you had another Brent? I did have another Brent. Uh, Brent I don't like DeHaven. that. <laughs> Brent De Haven. Um, who will not him? hear this podcast? What but what, that? What happened to him? Uh he still lives here in Evansville and we're still Fuck. Facebook friends. He's know, still alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh he does a lot of great stand-up comedy. He's really good. What? Uh Probably the best. Brent. I don't like that. <laughs> Probably the best Brent that does comedy. Uh, does he do a pop great, culture podcast? He's got these great Twitter videos. God that damn are, that, it! That... <laughs> <laughs> so you no. call Brent? Okay, uh, so old Brent, not new Brent. Like good, you. good, good Brent. Uh, he was blonde, so uh, can't okay. trust him. No, thank you. But, but me, me, me and my friend Brent uh, would like talk on the phone and be like, did you catch this? He's like, yeah, you got to get to Rocket HQ, how you got to get. Mm-hmm. So we'd like talk on the phone about it, uh, which was fun. I, I remember really- back
0: in the day when you had to like go to a part of the game and you couldn't look it up online. So I remember like certain games I'd go to like Target and look at the Luigi's Mansion Players Guide <laughs> and not buy it, but just get to that one. So I could get over the next part, you know?
1: You're like, I, I'm going to memorize up to this point. If, if I get stuck again, guess we're going back to Target. And yeah, so I to again, not like, buy
0: anything. <laughs> so
1: like, Mom, I got to go to Target. I'm stuck in the mansion. Yeah, yeah. Um, There there were some parts in Pokemon, like there, there's some like puzzle solving with like sliding on ice and like doing the rocks and things mm-hmm. like that. You're like, I'm never going to get past this. I got stuck in one part because I didn't. there. I There's this part early on where you have to go into like a cave and if you don't have like this one moonstone or something to like light the cave, you're just yeah. like, i just got to bumble my way through this until I get out again.
0: My God, And that's uh, certain parts of the games where like if you were in a cave and then the same Pokemon would pop up and now you got to fight these assholes. And that's the stuff where you're like, I can't go back to the old versions because the graphics aren't that great. But also I can't go through another goddamn cave you
1: know Uh, yeah not not to get too far ahead but last year they released uh uh switch remakes of pokemon diamond and pearl Mm -hmm. and that's a generation i kind of played a little bit of but but not a lot but i swear to god that (laughs) pokemon diamond is mostly just fighting geo dudes for several hours at a time you're like why are there geo dudes in the water yeah why what are they doing here get as if i see one more goddamn zubat
0: It's and I, and if you're listening, if you've made it this far into the Pokemon podcast but aren't familiar, it's just like the most base level guy over and over and over again. And you're like, I just, I want to enjoy this game, but you're making it very hard. You're taking the fun out of fun, you know? Like,
1: how many more Rattatas do I have to beat the shit out of in one hit with my overpowered Pikachu or Bulbasaur? Uh That's just like, you're wasting both our times, game.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, we're talking about the video games. The, the series is the third best-selling video game franchise of all time with more than 440 million copies sold.
1: And I think, again, doubling up, making people buy two versions, like that definitely helps pump them numbers up.
0: Oh, those are rookie numbers, kid. You need to pump them up. <laughs> you uh, need a third version. One, one billion mobile downloads.
1: That's crazy. And I assume
0: that's all for Pokemon Go, which I kind of got into. uh, But that was still I was like there were adults going out and playing Pokemon Go. Like when I mean like 40 year old people, not like adults like I am, like I still don't think I am. You know,
1: it is so hard to explain the summer of 2016. And when Pokemon Go dropped, it was It was the Pokemon phenomenon all over again. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, because... Because
0: we all had the Game Boy in our hand, essentially. It was a phone. We
1: we all had the phone. Like, there, what I remember distinctly about it was our riverfront here in Evansville, Indiana, pretty basic, not not that big of a deal. Pokemon Go hits hundreds of thousands of people, it felt like, were downtown at all times trying to catch the same Pokemon. It was a really happy time because everybody was out walking, Mm -hmm. getting fresh air, catching Pokemon. It was really, really fun. And I can't think of a time where everybody was out doing the same thing like that. Yeah. It was just a whole different phenomenon. They've tried doing the augmented reality game since then. Uh, They tried to do a Harry Potter version, and it was, like, terrible. It was by Mm -hmm. the same people that did Pokemon Go, and it was awful. It flopped. It got shut down. There's just something about Pokemon being so varied in what you can catch and then they added more pokemon go is still as big as ever it's not as popular as it was when it first came out in 2016 but there are still people who go out and like play it every day they Mm -hmm. go on their walks they catch their pokemon and they just have a really good time doing it
0: and it's like i i'm sure there's something that's brought humans together recently maybe not the pandemic (laughs) certain humans have been you know together Maybe Trump is one where he's brought a bunch of people together for not not the best reasons, but (laughs) like a phenomenon that like so many people, because there's so many choices for entertainment anymore, but like that brought people together was probably Pokemon Go, you know. And you could I would have people talk to me being like, "Did you catch it?" and I'd be like, "What?" and they'd be like, "Oh no, never mind." It was cuz it was I wasn't I was on my phone, but I wasn't playing Pokemon Go, you know.
1: <laughs> you were watching pornography like an adult. That's
0: true. Yeah, just wa- <laughs> on my walk.
1: <laughs> just watching somebody get straight up railed, you know, <laughs> as you do. But Pokemon Go, what I also remember about that was a lot of stores sold out of like portable battery packs because people were going out so long Mm -hmm. on their pokemon hunt that that, that their phone batteries were dying yeah so best buys uh family video was selling like portable usb chargers for phones they're like we're we're a dying company please come buy your portable charger from us and buy this blu-ray copy of face off it's very discounted
0: it's i loved family video uh, that was my chain up until they closed, you know, we, mm-hmm. we were a blockbuster family and then I got too expensive and family video was great, but it was never a good sign when a business starts selling things that they don't specialize in like family, vi- like family video was starting to sell, like selling prepaid phones and vapes and stuff in the back. And you're like, this, this ain't good. If this, you're trying to switch your business model to something else you called you're family like, video. Uh-
1: you're like, why is family video tr- going all in on fidget spinners right now?
0: Cash for gold at the <laughs> family video. <laughs> so that uh there are currently 122 uh Pokemon games. Uh that's main series and spin-off. So to think about the numbers, 122 games, and they sold 440 million copies. That's a lot. There's not a
1: there's 122 games, really.
0: I guess with spin-offs and You know, I I didn't do the deep dive of what constitutes a game, but, you know, two versions of every game plus the side video games where nobody really cares about certain... It's not like the main Pokemon games, but that's still a lot. That's like not a lot of games for a lot of sales.
1: Yeah, that sounds... Yeah, Uh, that is... And it's just so much. And with Pokemon, what happens is they need to do new games because they they, they're like well we got new pokemon we got got to release so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's the constant ever growing you gotta buy the next new thing you gotta get these new pokemon you want the new pokemon you gotta get the new game and we're i think we're up to generation eight or nine eight
0: almost nine because at the time of this recording the ones that you just mentioned the new ones are coming out yes but they're not out
1: yet So for me, my peak of I like I loved Pokemon Blue and I love Pokemon Red. But for me, the height of Pokemon was gold and silver. That Mm -hmm. second generation was really the sweet spot that when I got gold version, I was like, well, how different is it going to be? Is it going to be the same? And it blew my mind, the stuff they did in gold and silver kept the time for you you had day and night transitions Mm -hmm. and golden gold gold and silver second generation is my fondest memories of pokemon i remember just playing it it had day and night cycle you had like contests that were in the game that were specific to the day of the week Mm -hmm. you had a really cool moment where in gold where you beat the elite four in there in like the johto reason and then you got to go back to the Kanto region from Pokemon Red and Blue, and so you got a whole, a whole other, other game. game. And I was like, "What the hell is this?" this you got this two games. Wonderful. You got two games, and it was amazing.
0: That yeah, Gold and Silver were the height for me, and then then also took to they had like uh, was it Pokemon the first movie or whatever it's called? Yes, there were movies in theaters. The show was going. There was there's still to this day not a lack of merch in a store. It was everywhere and it's still everywhere. Do you remember
1: the Burger King? Yeah, I have
0: all those somewhere. I got them back in the day. And this that part of those Pokemon, the binder Pokemon cards and all that shit is my current retirement plan (laughs) (laughs) where it's like I'm hoping uh, everybody's cards die in a fire and I have (laughs) the only copies left.
1: I remember the Burger King because Burger King got the rights to do Pokemon toys. Uh, to coincide with the first movie. Mm-hmm. And so Burger King's everywhere. It was, it was like Beanie Babies at McDonald's. You could not get these Pokemon toys. I remember driving. Uh, I made my parents drive to like four Burger Kings. Mm-hmm. And we ended up going to a Burger King that was attached to a gas station. And they still didn't have Pokemon. They still didn't have them. But they did have a poster that had yeah. all the toys on there. So that night... All I got was like a a kid's meal with a poster of the toys they were out of.
0: That you didn't have. And you had the toys I was referencing that had these gold plated
1: (laughs) Pokemon.
0: Do you remember those where it comes in like a Pokeball? But it's like a, it's like a, not a real card, obviously, but I get, cause I think my, my mom and my brother got those for my birthday. Cause when Star Wars, like the first episode was out, my brother worked at Pizza Hut. So I got the hookup on all those toys. He mm-hmm. would just take them. <laughs> <and> I <went. laughs> but I had a, it was an inside job, but I, I, we didn't have a hookup at Burger King, but I remember getting all that stuff as gifts for like my birthday. And uh, I don't still wait. have all this. Yeah, I don't care. Um, well, let's talk about the actual Pokemon then. Cause you mentioned, you don't know how many are currently out. There are currently 905 Pokemon. Jesus. And that doesn't include the new ones that are coming out because they've already kind of promo some of the ones that are coming out. if we're counting the ones that are already shown that will be released in the new games, we're talking about 915 Pokemon. That is so
1: many Pokemon. There's, like I knew they were getting up there because that means... So we're about, about to hit Generation 9. So that's about... So the first Pokemon game had 151, mm-hmm. if you count Mew. Well, technically, there's only 100. It's 151. Yeah. yeah, And then you added another 100 to the next generation. And then have they just been adding 100 ever to each new game? I don't think it's
0: every game, but it's still there on, on eight generations. So about 100
1: and what they and a big thing about pokemon is that the pokemon evolve into other pokemon mm-hmm. so the the evolutions count as their own pokemon so you yeah. have a so you have a Bulbasaur, and a Bulbasaur turns into an ivysaur, and an ivysaur and an ivysaur evolves into a venusaur so that's three different pokemon right there
0: mm-hmm. and that that's the thing where it's like i remember back in the day having the cards or what and whatever relatives over and i'm like and this one turns into this one and this one turns into this and like that i my knowledge of that shit kind of stopped i don't know when so even if i play i've played the newer games and it'll be like a wild blank appeared i'm like where's my phone i gotta google this thing (laughs) and it's like then i've had like little kids tell me about the things they're into uh like my nephews and stuff and then i get an instant flashback of me as that kid and i was like I was unbearable to be around, <laughs> like, and th- then he turns into this one, and you're like, "Uh huh, okay, yeah, all right." Like, you know, a lot about this thing that nobody
1: else cares about, you know. Well, in Pokemon Diamond, um, Brilliant Diamond that I played last year, which was a remake of the Generation Four ones, so it's only four generations deep. So we're like four hundred. And... I'm well, like, what you, the you hell do- is this thing?
0: You mentioned that they've done remakes, so some of those games, uh, having you're 122,
1: right. were, what that's a great.
0: Great gimmick. So, so they had the, the the initial two ones and they'll do like three more sets of the two and then they'll go back and remake the first ones. And some of those even had three games, not just two games.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of generations because you had blue and red, but then a year later they released yellow version, which is mm-hmm. the same game, but but you have a Pikachu as your starter. Yeah. Then they did gold, silver and crystal, which mm-hmm. was like crystal was like the director's cutter, like an enhanced version. Yeah. Then you had uh, Ruby and Sapphire and then Emerald. So yeah, each generation is having three games. That's then they nine went, games. That's nine games right there. Then they went back and remade the for the Game Boy Advance. They they remade uh, blue and red as Leaf Green and Fire Red. Mm-hmm. So that's another, yeah, they're they're selling you the same game. I mean, it's what they do every generation. Is if they sell you the they've been they've been selling you the same game for twenty five years, yeah. and then selling you the exact same game again over that. So yeah, that hundred number right. that's easily there. What a yeah.
0: great gimmick, man! Because like, when people are buying the game again, and then also, oh, it just came out on Switch, so now people will buy the Switch version as opposed to having to dig out the Nintendo sixty four or the Game Boy, like nobody has like milked the same concept slightly tweaked more than pokemon
1: yeah but it's making that money and well yeah a lot of times like the enhancements do feel good Mm -hmm. i know that like so yeah like soul silver and heart gold you're like i played these games a generation ago but now they're on the ds so it's a little bit better looking so if you (laughs) like it five years ago you're gonna love it now
0: well, let's talk about how they make the the Pokemon. Uh, we'll start out with one of the the first Pokemon that was created was uh, Rhydon, uh, which is a, a Rhino take, and we'll find really? out. Really, Rhydon was one of the yeah. first ones they did. This is also the reason why sprites, little characters of the Rhydon, were so widespread in the original games. In the same interview, uh, Sigor, uh, God damn it, uh, Ken Sigamori, uh, mentions Lapras and Clefairy as some of the other earliest Pokemon designs, uh, along with Rhydon. Uh, and the Pokemon uh, Blue and Red beta games, some Pokemon had dis- uh, distinctly different names uh, that we know. So, for example, we have the Pokemon Coughing and Wheezing, which have to do with like pollution and poison. Their names were Nye and La, as in New York and LA. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I so coughing and wheezing are two of my favorite Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I love them because on the TV show, like Team Rocket had them there. They're like the bad Pokemon. Yeah, and I think they're adorable. But L.A. and New York, L.A. and New York, because it's so polluted. You get yeah. it? Uh that
0: we've we had Kabuto and Ka- uh, Kabutops or Kabutops. Uh, their names were actually at Atlantis, Atlantis. They're underwater <laughs> Pokemon, uh, Jigglypuff and Wigglytuff. Had the adorable names of pudding and custard, and and Gyarados was actually supposed to be called skullcracken
1: That's a dope name.
0: Yeah, like that. That, that should that somebody should be like a a a gamer tag or whatever. Like that should, should be somebody's at at Skullcracking on Twitter said, blank, you know.
1: I saw them at OzFest, actually.
0: <laughs> God damn, they put on a good show, skull <laughs> God
1: damn. they started out as a fish, but they turned into skull crack, and I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Uh,
0: so th- th- this is how they make Pokemon. Uh, Junichi Masuda, he's a Pokemon director, producer, and composer. Uh, he said the graphic designers are obviously going to be the ones finalizing the look but it's not just graphic designers who come up with the ideas or draw the Pokemon. Sometimes a battle designer might want to feature a specific move in the game, which requires a specific creature. So they'll reverse engineer it. He, got, he needs to do this move, so we'll make a character for this move. A story writer might want to uh, execute a narrative uh, beat that requires a new monster. Alternatively, it might be as simple as a graphic designer wanting wanting to explore an animal that has not yet been explored in Pokemon yet. These these ideas come from a lot of different places: the gameplay, the visuals, the story. And in the, end, the in the end, the ideas just get centralized and designed. So, like they these people, they've had to come up with nine hundred and fifteen different Pokemon. Like you can, it's like you could write for Pokemon just by creating different Pokemon.
1: And to be fair, not all the Pokemon are winners.
0: No, some are turds. So Some of them
1: are like I an ice cream cone. Some of them are like, what if, I don't know, what if like, 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 like a plant, but with like with titties, I think. <laughs> like.
0: <laughs> That's like the guy that he just like at the end of the table, the long table. And he's like, I I don't know, like uh it's a tree but with titties. <laughs> <laughs> Carl. It's, like, it's just it's
1: you can't just say titties with everything. I don't know, like it's it's like an otter, but with wearing a life vest or something. Yeah, with titties, um, that, with some titties in that life like, vest, just barely holding on. His
0: dad is just like in charge. So he's just got that the gig, you know.
1: I don't like what if it was a sheep, but it was like, I don't know, electric, like an electric sheep. That does that sound good? You like that?
0: They're like, Well, what else? And they're like, No, just an electric sheep. They're like, That's not bad. Like, <laughs> that's not
1: bad. I don't know. There's like you wanna do like one that's like a bell, like a bell, like it looks like, like no, nah, just a fucking metal bell. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Okay, I guess.
0: Well, there, there are types of Pokemon they come up with. And this is uh, from a, a guy I found on a Reddit. He's kind of broken down the different types. And his name is uh, Sincius, I think is his name. So there's, there's animal Pokemon, as such as Squirtle. He's just a turtle, you know? Or Typhlosion, who is a fire honey badger, you know? <laughs> Taurus is a bull milk tank as a cow. So some of these are just like let's have a cow fight, you know. Yeah. Other ones plant pokemon such as bulbasaur or uh executor as a palm tree or whatever. Um then there are man-made pokemon uh such as uh voltorb who's kind of like a I don't know, like a I don't know what I don't even know what you would call it. Something that's electric, like, an electric ball type thing. It's
1: like an electric ball. It's like a Pokeball, but electric.
0: There's keychains. There's lawn mowers. There's ice cream <laughs> cones. Some of these are just like okay. You, nobody else could come up with. He would just like at five o'clock. He's like, I got to come up with eight more Pokemon. And he saw his keys. And he's like, that's a Pokemon.
1: Can I tell, tell you the most unsettling Pokemon? Yeah, and uh, playing these games uh so there's machop machoke and machamp yeah and it's those just, are
0: like fighting and they get more arms
1: yeah so machoke is the most unsettling because it's like the most man-like it's just it's like wearing pants it's the same size it just looks like the a pokemon that's gonna come up to the bar beat the shit out of you and steal your girl and all
0: while like, being oiled up
1: all while being oiled up and just like a rock fighting type you're like i don't i don't want to fuck with machoke right <laughs> yeah
0: <now." laughs> And then Machamp looks like Goro from uh
1: uh Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and he comes to the the bar, beats and then takes four girls, one for each arm. Yeah. <laughs> I got I'm,
0: uh, bitches get in a car. <laughs> yes, Machamp. <my> <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you've got nature Pokemon. And they said there's not a lot of this, uh, is what this, uh, this guy wrote. So you've got Geodude. He's a rock with arms. Or you've got Muck, who is poisonous mud. <laughs> uh, then you've got cultural Pokemon, uh, such as, uh, is it Zatu? X-A-T-U is designed around a Mesoamerican totem. You got Gyarados, was inspired by Chinese folklore or ghastly. Who is a uh, Willow uh, Wisp or Meowth is a cat, but designed specifically around the Manicky Nico, which I have no idea what that is.
1: But well, like, I can assume, I think it means like, like there's like a cat, money cat, maybe? I don't if know. there's
0: like a Bigfoot one, that's like for p- dumb people like me, if they just had a Bigfoot Pokemon, that's kind of what they would do, you yeah. know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Original Pokemon such as Clefable or Mewtwo kind of just designs they made up. And then he also has ones, uh, he he added, added an edit, Anthropomorphic Pokemon, which is kind of what you would say, Gavin, the, the Machokes or the <laughs> Hitmonlee or the Mr. Mime, kind of almost human, but not human.
1: Yeah, those are like Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan are actually named after Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee.
0: That's right. And then uh, I don't know who else is. I was going to have another fact, but I don't have one. So that's how you host a podcast. <laughs> I was going to have something to back it up and then I forgot what I was going to say. Let's so, we talked about go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say we talked about the Pokemon but we'll touch on the show as well, but did you have something you're going to say?
1: I was going to say uh do you want to do, do the show or you want to talk about the cards? Uh I don't
0: think I have a I have the most expensive
1: cards. So I don't know about you, but were were Pokemon cards banned at your school?
0: Yeah. And I went to like a Catholic school, so they kind of, even like when I went to like the Catholic high school, you, you couldn't even have a phone. Like if you got caught with a phone, that was a one day suspension. They were super strict on all that stuff.
1: Oh, damn. So I was in, so Pokemon hit real big when I was in sixth grade. I I just started middle school and I went, like I said, I went to a Christian school and Pokemon cards were okay for a little bit, but then the parents and the teachers got wind of it and they got banned and Mm -hmm. they got banned on a couple grounds. One, uh, this was a very Christian school, so everything. What, this was the height of Harry Potter is the devil, mm-hmm. Pokemon's the devil, because oh look at uh, they evolve, and evolution is bad, and isn't a real thing, and it's not of God. Yeah. Um. Also, kids were getting straight up ripped off on the playground,
0: gambling uh, and fighting over probably.
1: Yeah, and by kids getting ripped off, it was me. I'll never forget <laughs> that, that I, I once uh, traded a, an Electabuzz for like four Commons and like some Uncommons. And I was like, I got a good deal because I got more cards. And they're like, you got ripped off. And I was like, Oh shucks!
0: Yeah, <laughs> you idiot, you dummy, you yeah, got so suckered. Po-
1: yeah. So Pokemon cards got banned from my school, and it was so the first wave of Pokemon cards kind of came out, and it was like the base set. And I was like, Well, this is all the Pokemon cards i are ever gonna do. Then like Jungle came out, uh, more, like, more, and you're like, Oh okay. And Jungle got real big, um, and Fossil. then and then Fossil came out, and I remember i remember because uh so fossil came out in november of i believe like 99 and i'll never forget the disappointment and just seeing how much scalpers were going for like a comic book store in my area it's still around i still go there but they were making the best of their pokemon phenomenon they were they were selling the fossil packs for eight dollars a goddamn pack
0: and back in the day, when you're a kid, eight bucks—that's that's a lot of money,
1: you know. Well, they well they they were normally supposed to be three dollars, but they, because they were so hard to get, they mm-hmm. knew they could sell them for eight dollars a pack, and people would buy them.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know. I I probably and when I say I paid, I mean my mom paid probably ten dollars a pack. Like at the height, and now you look at eBay of like a box of unopened cards, and it's like, do you have a hundred thousand dollars you want to spend or whatever, like? It's nuts what some of that stuff goes for.
1: So I was I was in a store uh, over the weekend. There there's this really cool place in Evansville called Evansville Toys and Games. I actually have a Pokemon card here on my desk that I bought. I paid fifty dollars. It's like a Cellobine Venusaur full. How much card. did you pay for it? Uh, fifteen. Okay. It, 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 it's 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 newer card from uh twenty nine nineteen. I. I play the card game online. I don't play it in person because I'm weird at playing stuff in person. And I I like the card. Venusaur is one of my favorite Pokemon. I like the card, so I bought it. Um, They have in the store actually unopened, base set, original packs of Pokemon cards. $500 for a pack.
0: And and it could be, you could open that and it could be something that's worth $500 or more likely it's going to be shit.
1: Yeah, you could open everybody so the reason it costs so much is because you have a chance at like the the big hits everybody wants to pull the charizard Mm yeah the uh, the original charizard that's thousands of dollars if you if you you pull one of those get it graded whatnot Mm -hmm. but you could also get like a fucking trainer card that's worth nothing yeah and that's what a gamble that was the most and after playing the game you understand that trainer cards are very important, but there was nothing more bummer than getting that $3 from your parents asking me like, can I get a pack of Pokemon cards? Like, okay, fine. You get home. You're so excited. You open that pack and you're like, oh, there's no Blastoise. There's no holographic. It's just a trainer card. You're like, no, I didn't want this.
0: It's yeah. Just a bunch of bullshit. And I don't, I don't gamble. I'm not like a casino guy, but if I was, I wouldn't gamble at the roulette table. I would go to that, store and drop five hundred dollars and see what kind of Pokemon card we could pull.
1: What are we gonna get here? What it could be a it could be a ride shoe or it could be a professor's research. It's daddy one needs the a other. new
0: pair of right shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumb. I know, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. Well we're talking about the cards. Uh, the most expensive card Uh, in Pokemon, is one called the Pikachu Illustrator. April 2022, it was confirmed that Logan Paul, another, talking about Logan Paul, big influencer, uh, paid $5.2 million for a PSA grade 10. And I don't know what PSA stands for, but it's one of those things that they will grade the card, put it in that hard plastic thing, and a 10 is like it's it's centered perfectly. There's no scratches. It's all like this is a perfect card.
1: So he has that card. He actually wore it out on a chain at WrestleMania this past year.
0: Yeah. Just walked that, out with it.
1: Yeah. Know. Cause that's his big thing is he'll wear like when he fought Floyd Mayweather, he wore a Beckett graded 10 Shadowless Charizard, first edition, mm-hmm. one of the hardest cards to get in a 10. That is, ba- you grade it as a 10. It is actually perfect.
0: Yeah. And like, he paid five million dollars for that Pikachu card. Yeah, just and then wore it, wore it around.
1: I mean, I you have to at that point. <laughs> like yeah. if I pay five million dollars, I'm never taking it off.
0: Uh, okay. We're talking about the first edition Shadowless holographic Charizard. Uh, this card sold for four hundred twenty thousand dollars at auction, March twenty twenty two. Yeah, and that was a Jim Mint ten.
1: It's absolutely perfect. Um, and yeah, yeah, just and you got to know what you're looking for as far as like, was this in the original set? Because the shadow list refers to like not having a drop shadow on the holographic box mm-hmm. and the first edition. And it's all you have to look for fakes. It, it, it becomes another job trying to do yeah. this.
0: It's like v- vinyl. I have records and it's like, oh, is this a first pressing or is this a reissue? And how do you tell the difference? And then. It's it's like that, like the Pokemon stuff or vinyl. It's I, I don't need another deep dive in my life. Yeah, you know I don't I don't want that type of shit anymore. You know, like it's yeah. too too much pressure for me to have a hobby that I kind of don't care about. You know, yeah, and
1: and I I play Magic the Gathering very casually, which would be another card game that is very very stupid expensive and unless you're post malone who plays and just buys all the cards like i buy uh, for for my decks i buy what's called proxies which uh, is is a fun way of saying i buy fake cards off etsy that look like the real thing and play okay. with them uh, now if I, you
0: played in like a real game like a uh a sponsored tournament by what is it wizard is yes makes, would yeah. they let you use
1: those fake cards absolutely not yeah. No, but because I play what's called kitchen table magic, where I just mm-hmm. play, play with friends, like who cares? Like it, yeah, it looks the same. It does the same thing. Uh, only difference is I paid four dollars for mine instead of 120. So who you got cares? fake boobs of cards. I do. I got listen, I when I have these fake cards, my shirts fit better. <laughs> I'm more I confident. Feel, I'm more confident. Exactly.
0: Uh, there's other uh, most expensive is a uh, Blast Toys uh, present, presentation Galaxy Star hologram. I don't know what that is. Uh, either way, it sold for uh, $350,000 in 2021. You've got a Genghis Khan holographic one sold for 150000 I could go on and on, but just know that there's a lot of money if you have the right
1: cards. Yeah, absolutely. And you go to any card show, they'll have Pokemon cards that are worth a lot or worth a little. If you go to Gen Con, any big convention, there's so many vendors selling Pokemon cards. And now, um, like I said, I bought some Pokemon cards from this last set. They did one for like the Pokemon Go. So they brought the Pokemon Go into the card game. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the Pokemon art on like real places. And now they've got so many different variants of cards. So in the original card game, you had just your, your set amount. Nowadays, there's secret rares, there's rainbow rares, there's full art rares just so it completing a set of an actual, like, like completing a set from any expansion becomes so much more difficult Mm -hmm. and so much more expensive to get you hitting that pack. You got, you only need one more pack, just one more. You'll get the Mm -hmm. card you want.
0: And like uh, there, there'll be like, uh, 30 different versions of Charizard. It's all different cards. And it's like, what a great way to just sell you the same stuff but different.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I bought a couple packs. I bought a few packs of the latest Pokemon Go set. And I was so excited because I pulled a Charizard. I was like, finally, I pulled a Charizard and it was like a useless dollar Charizard. So yeah. after all these years, I was like, I finally pulled one. And I was like, well, damn, guess does doesn't matter. Does <laughs> not matter.
0: It's yeah, what a what a again then you see why it's the number one media brand or whatever in the world. Because they'll just, you know, there's only like one type of Mickey Mouse. There's one type of Winnie the Pooh, you know?
1: And I think what makes Pokemon so good is it appeals really to all ages. It appeals to people your you and mine's age because mm-hmm. like we grew up with it. We're in a it. part. There's people older than us who really got into it. Uh, There are kids who are just discovering Pokemon for the Mm -hmm. first time and don't know about all the history. Mm -hmm. So it's generational over the past 25 years, just different generations falling in love with these characters and these games, these cards and spending all their money on it.
0: And it's like when you were like talking about special rare, rainbow, whatever things you like, that's a whole other language. Yeah. And you could just deep dive into that and not know all of it.
1: Exactly. I I know how to play the game because there's, there's an online version, a free online version of the card game, which mm-hmm. is really fun. And you, you can like every pack of cards comes with a code card to, to redeem it in the game for free, mm-hmm. uh, which is super cool. Uh, but just like seeing the strategies people do and be like, oh, I haven't played this since 1999. I've got some learning to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, if you don't have any more on the the cards, we'll talk about the show.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's all about, about, about the card game. It's, it's it's a very fun card game, by the way.
0: Yeah, I haven't played it in a long time, but it's uh, I did enjoy it back in the day. But again, mm-hmm. I don't need another deep dive in my life. Uh, <laughs> the show uh, it airs in 192 countries worldwide, and there's currently 1,209 episodes of this show. Uh, so many. Pokemon anime was largely credited for allowing anime uh, to become more popular and familiar around the world, especially in the U.S. With the two highest-grossing anime films, both Pokemon movies. Uh, we talked about the seizures. Uh, there's a uh, weird things that have happened on the show. Apparently, like uh, one of them is uh, Ash. Uh, Ash, the main character, has been ten for like twenty years. Which also so is Bart Simpson has been the same age for thirty five years. Uh, people eat Pokemon even though uh, many are as smart as humans. <laughs> like it's like they'll eat certain ones, but they not eat the other ones. Kind of like in what? Real life. Is that like, on the show? Yeah, apparently there's uh they're eating a magic carp, which is just a fish, you know. But
1: Jesus, I haven't wa- I haven't watched it enough, but I don't remember them cannibalizing a yeah. magic carp.
0: But th- but that's like. That's like if if humans ate like a gorilla, you know, <laughs> like it's almost as smart as us kind of looks like us. Let's eat him. Uh, they are ghost Pokemon uh, and nobody nobody has like the thought of like there are ghosts. You no, know? like
1: <laughs> it's just a ghost type Pokemon. It's like, well, is this a Pokemon that died? What is a haunter?
0: Uh, and and Pokemon lore, some children leave home at the age of ten and go into the wilderness with one Pokemon. Just go, just go on your and never come back, and be a Pokemon master type
1: thing. Ash can't do math. Probably, he's just he stopped his schooling at ten. Yeah, he's two. been ten. He's just gone out. He's got all these Pokemon. Where's he keeping them all?
0: Uh, Pokeballs uh, contain Pokemon that are si- that are the size of bugs. And the size of whales.
1: <laughs> I mean, like that's a pretty good. I mean, that's a pretty good storage capacity.
0: Uh Ash's Pikachu is simultaneously one of the strongest and weakest Pokemon of all time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it it will get its ass kicked if it needs to, or it will beat some ass if it doesn't.
0: Yeah, it's like it as in the games, you build up your character like a lot of games, and it stays it's the strongest it'll ever be until it moves on to the next thing. But it's like, yeah, we need Pikachu to take a dive on this one. So he's weak.
1: (laughs) In the fifth, your ass goes down.
0: I got money riding on this. (laughs) Uh, People are frequently injured by Pokemon in violent ways, but also just okay. Like, Like let's shock the shit out of these people.
1: (laughs) Pikachu has electrocuted several grown adults.
0: Yeah. And And then. "Ah, But again, it's anime. And again. You're already suspending your disbelief that there are 900 animals out there, and that this 10 year old kid is going to go catch all of them. So, you know, why why would you nitpick that?
1: Was Pokemon your first anime?
0: Yes. Same. And then there was then you get like uh, Adult Swim, not Adult Swim, but Toonami on Cartoon mm-hmm. Network.
1: Yeah, my my trifecta of anime was Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z gundam wing that was that was, that was like my introduction and like my trifecta you didn't watch sailor moon i did watch sailor moon i think actually i think sailor moon was probably my introduction to anime i didn't watch
0: bi- sailor moon because that's for women
1: well you know what they were some hot girls <laughs> they were sure were pretty hot
0: that's how uh little little brett would think uh, you know oh that's a good gr- that they're all girls So it must be for girls.
1: When I go to McDonald's, I only want the boy toy.
0: Yeah. And now I am the boy toy, baby. (laughs) Uh, Here, uh, I don't know if we'll talk about all these, but this article says the nine craziest things that happen to people while playing Pokemon Go. Uh, In Wyoming, a 19-year-old girl noticed a ton of Pokemon located at a nearby river. She went after them, but stumbled upon something else, a dead body. (laughs) like can you imagine try like trying to catch these these japanese animated creatures and then you find a dead body
1: well uh, i i just think that she was trying to find it she's like well there's a dead body here but also there's a snorlax on it so we're gonna catch this snorlax (laughs) hold on
0: let me get this right quick (laughs) uh officers from the auburn auburn new york police department responded to a car crash tuesday night the driver wasn't injured, but he did admit he was playing while driving when the crash occurred. Uh, so he's playing Pokemon Go and driving
1: at the same time. Mm-hmm. A lot of ca- a lot of cases of that.
0: Users uh, fight and train their Pokemon at a designated gym. Uh, Boone Sheridan, love that name, a designer from Massachusetts, noticed his home was one of these locations when he first downloaded the app, but he didn't think too much of it. Uh, until people started showing up at his house. So all these people pulling up at all hours, we don't know them and we can't stop it. <laughs> these people showing up at your house for no reason. Uh, the Holocaust Museum, 9-11 <laughs> Memorial are all upset. They've become Pokemon, uh, hot Pokemon Go locations. <laughs> Come on, man.
1: Like I remember when Pokemon Go was at its height, Like there were news reports like, don't go into the bad parts of town because yeah. people would go out there with their very expensive phones out not paying attention and they're just getting robbed
0: it, you imagine like oh there's a Mewtwo over here i'm fitting to rob some people you know <laughs>
1: well i'm gonna camp out by the gym and just wait yeah. for people in the shadows um
0: what was i gonna say so the people go oh there's a uh, by my house uh on some bike rides i've ridden through the cemetery which i I don't know if that's good or bad karma gavin but they have signs up and they say no trespassing for gaming purposes so i can only assume don't go in the cemetery if you're playing pokemon go
1: unless you want some ghastlies and haunters and gengars
0: Uh, the game works like a scavenger hunt so naturally you need to keep track of where you're uh, where you've caught pokemon and where you need to go next Thanks to the GPS feature, Queen's resident, and then a pop-up hits my computer. Queen's resident, Evan Schneiber, is now single. Uh, She is his ex-girlfriend now. She, as in his next girlfriend, saw that I caught Pokemon while at my ex's house. (laughs) He got caught cheating. Uh, On the other hand, people are claiming that the game is getting them laid. Somebody said, Pokemon Go is great for my mental health. I also get laid. Pokemon go got me laid these are all tweets just got laid by telling my uh my girl I had to go inside to catch a Pikachu <laughs> who who's like come on in and then also lay some pipe
1: <laughs> while you're in here can we uh do a little something or other
0: let me get a peek at
1: you oh I see what you did there uh I'm a, watch out I'm a squirter
0: squirtle <laughs> <I'm> a squirtle <laughs>
1: We call that water cannon.
0: <laughs> uh Two men fell off a cliff while playing. I just, I, I, I don't have to read the whole story. That's what happened. Another I guy. They, fell I in... hope they,
1: I hope they walked off the cliff Looney Tunes style where they, where they got like four steps out before realizing and looking down and like, yeah. uh,
0: another guy fell into a pond and then a couple stumbled upon an entire park covered in spider webs, um, so, yeah, the Pokemon Go will take you to strange places there, Gavin.
1: Yeah, I wish I played more. I know that during the pandemic, they actually turned off the need to, like, go out and, like, do things where you could, like, just explore in the game mm-hmm. because they didn't, they didn't want people catching the COVID or whatever. And I yeah. probably should have taken advantage of that, but I didn't.
0: I, uh, I didn't catch a Pikachu, but I caught the COVID. <laughs>
1: <And> <laughs> Which it, evolved into the Delta and then the yeah. Unicron. And it's still evolving.
0: Well, that the, this, uh, unless you have anything else to say, I have a, a game that I'm going to play with you. Okay. Uh, if you have
1: any other points you need to make about Pokemon, okay? I think I'm good. Let's, okay. Let's play some games.
0: We said uh, COVID evolves into whatever and whatever. So that anytime I I think I hear a prescription medication, I think that could be a Pokemon. Okay. So what I've done, Gavin, is I've scoured prescription medication. <laughs> Lists and also Pokemon lists and I will need I will say the name and you tell me, is that a a Pokemon or a prescription? Okay. so uh, the first one I'll throw out here. uh, Dartrix, is that a Pokemon or a prescription? I think that's a Pokemon. Dartrix is an avian Pokemon that resembles (laughs) an owl. It evolves from Rowlet. It's a uh, Pokemon number 722. Okay. Uh, this one. Uh, uh, Gausen Is that a Pokemon or a prescription? Pokemon. Gausen is an oral medication <laughs> used in people with Wilson disease to prevent blood copper levels from getting too high.
1: So that's not a Pokemon.
0: No, it's a it's a prescription. Uh Toxel.
1: Toxel is a Pokemon.
0: Is a small quadrupedal purple lizard like a baby Pokemon. It's number okay. 848. Um
1: Brez Tree. Prescription?
0: Is a medicine used <laughs> in long term uh treat uh COPD? That's the one I hear on TV all the time when I'm at my mom's house breast tree could be a Pokemon do you agree
1: oh absolutely a big old titty plant
0: <laughs> breast tree <laughs> uh, aldera prescription topical anti-tumor medication it can treat genital warts <laughs> uh now I have one and I uh I have what it does but then I've didn't I forgot to write the name down? So there's one that we don't have. <laughs> uh, but this one was an antidepressant. It can treat depression, anxiety. Uh, and that now I don't remember which one it was.
1: Was it Lexapro? Well, well be well boot uh, well but well, Lexapro, butrin. well butrin, or was it?
0: I'm trying to th- it was one that it, everybody kind of knew. Um let's have uh protonics. Prescription relieve symptoms such as heartburn. Okay. Um uh Probopass. Pokemon? Is a mostly blue rock like Pokemon. And this is the, the kind of Pokemon. You know those glasses with the fake nose and mustache? Mm-hmm. That's it's that's the Pokemon. Okay. Is is Probopass. And I think I think that's it. You did okay. all of them. I, I only mean, I did had okay. a few. I think I did okay. Yeah, I think you only got one incorrect. Yeah was uh which one did you get wrong it was galsen
1: yeah i thought Gaussian was a prescription
0: so any now i hope anytime you hear of a prescription uh you will think that could also be a pokemon
1: absolutely no 100% these are i never made made that collection connection before uh, there wasn't an anime convention um they did this game where they had pokemon figurines and sex toys and they put them in a pair of pants mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and then you had to like blindfold them and then feel in the pants and be like, is it a Pokemon or a sex toy? And my reasoning was any, any Pokemon can be a sex toy if you just want it bad enough. So, <laughs> uh, so that, that was a fun game. That yeah. They I played. got a
0: Snorlax up my ass
1: <laughs> and it's not leaving. I'm going to have to charge it rent.
0: Yeah. That's not an Atkins baby. <laughs> That's my penis. Uh, so I think we I think it's safe to say Gavin, we've caught them all.
1: We we have covered every Pokemon in an hour uh, in, in an hour <laughs> we did it all. We talked about literally every facet of Pokemon. But yeah, my I, it's, it's hard to talk about Pokemon as a whole without playing every single game. I haven't played every single game. No, I played gold, silver, diamond. I'll get the new ones when they come out. And I'm going to enjoy them. And I don't think, it's not like they're, they're, there's a continuing story. They add just new things to catch. And I'll enjoy Violet or Scarlet when I get it, um, when, when it comes out in November. And I'll have a good good time trading. But there's so many games, my dude. There's so many games that it, it, it'd be hard to go back and catch up now.
0: So many games, so many cards, so many shows, so many so much merch. And it's all overlaps. And they will sell you the same thing nine times. But it is a phenomenon.
1: I do love it. It's part of the it is one of the fondest memories of my childhood. Mm -hmm. I love Pokemon. It it makes me feel warm there. If you've never opened a pack of Pokemon cards, it's hard to describe that feeling of that dopamine rush of like pulling a really cool card that you wanted. It, it, It feels great.
0: It's probably like when real men fix a car and like start it up for the first time. And I'm not saying I I feel the same way that you do, Gavin. So it's like when a man chops wood or whatever, and you're like, I just chopped all that wood. It's like, I just pulled a blastoise, you know? It's
1: probably like a lot of people like when when, when they see their child for the first time and you're (laughs) like, I don't, I don't have that, but I did pull this radiant Venusaur and that's the one I wanted.
0: (laughs) Well, that that's the show. Uh, And a, a reminder that Gavin and I, do uh the horror show we talked we talked about at the beginning of this episode it's called the coming to get you if you like horror movies or if you like what gavin and i do our our uh rapport our our uh understanding back, and forth, or back yeah. and forth
1: how we finish each other's
0: sandwiches
1: <laughs> classic i eh, got him
0: but yeah that's that's the show is uh it's called they're coming to get you it's on all the platforms so listen to that if you enjoyed this show
1: Please do. Yeah. Brent, thank you so much for having me on for talk, talk about Pokemon. Love it. Love talking to you, hanging out with you. And I do love the field trip.
0: I love you too. Say it. I love you more. Oh. <laughs> Bye, everybody.
1: Bye.